Today I'm going to be interviewing Jeff Goldberg. I came across Jeff recently as a friend on Facebook. We both have an interest in chess and many of our Facebook shared colleagues are chess players. However, I also learned about his most intriguing hobby. He makes many film reviews. Astonishingly, each of his film reviews is four words. I became curious about this and persuaded him to explain to me how he came across this hobby and what he gets out of it. So we can get going, really, if that's okay with you. Well, first of all, first, genuinely, thanks ever so much for agreeing to take part. I suppose, really, what struck me was I'd never come across anyone who was taking an idea like you have taken of your four-word things. There might be a misunderstanding here, Trudor. It's not my idea. It's uh, a website which was founded by a guy called uh, Ben Clues, who was a writer 20 years ago. Right. Oh, Oh, I see. Anyone can contribute. And but I'm uh, top ten contributors by volume of uh, of reviews. Right. Well, I was going to say then you mentioned that you well, you mentioned the figure three thousand. Is that you alone? In other words, have you done three thousand reviews? Is that what? Are you there? Yes, I'm there. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello, Trina. Yes, I'm there. Can you hear me? Um, I can't hear you. Oh, that's strange. I can hear me and I can hear you. Hello. Can you hear me? Um, I'm going to call you back. Okay, yep. Hello? Hello, Jeff, can you hear me? Hi, Trudy, yes. Um, something, yeah, the, I got no response from you. Oh, right. Well, so anyway... Something went wrong with the line. I sent you asleep very quickly. <laughs> well, it's no problem, because we can cut out the two minutes that we... Can you hear me now? We, yes, we're all okay. The thing, the, 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 the sound of volume is okay, Hello? as far as I can tell. Hello? Can you hear me? Hello, you've got it. Hello? Hello. Hi, Tudor. Right, now start again. <laughs> um, something keeps going wrong. The line keeps going. Oh, well, never mind. We'll, we'll do it. And if not, we'll switch off and start again in a couple of minutes or something, if that's all right. But uh, right. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to um, soldier on. Yeah, well, that's that's everything looks okay now. So let's hope that uh, we can get going again. The site, which is um, fwfr.com. Right. Um, forward film reviews. Uh, it's actually an idea set up by a guy called Ben Clues. Ben Clues. set it up something like 20 years ago. Ah, right, okay. Um, it's not my idea, but I'm a contributor to the site, and I've contributed almost uh, 8,000 reviews. 8,000? Um, oh, my God. Although there's actually over, I believe there's uh, something like 400,000 reviews in total on, on the site now covering tens of thousands of films. So, wait a minute, let me ask you, the first question that strikes me is that means you must have listened to or, or watched 8,000 films, is that right? Um, you don't necessarily... Uh, one of the ironies is you don't necessarily have to see the film <laughs> in order to write a review of it. Okay. Um, I, 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 um, I, I think this is probably common uh, Flint Street practice as well. As oh, happens. I didn't know that so, about that, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But in order to write a full-word film review of the film, um, you just have to have something to say about right, it. Right, right, okay. Uh, and preferably something witty. Right, well, that's exactly so, what I'm looking um, for. for. For example, if I give you an example of that, um, a very old, there's a very old film called, I think from 1913, called Heinz Packing Pickle Jars. Right. Uh, which was obviously uh, uh, considered somewhat entertaining in its time, but um, my, I, I haven't seen the film, but my review, for, my review of it was um, subject still top pickle today. 
<laughs> right. Um, okay. Um, so um, one doesn't necessarily have to see no. all the films in order to to review them. Yeah. Okay. But um, I, um, in my case, it, it does combine uh, my love of film, particularly yeah. classical film, with uh, my tendency to play verbal games. Yeah. So, do you get a trigger from the the sight, or do you actually start off yourself with having picked a film or something? Well, it can be either way. It can be either way round. You can see the film and then decide from watching the film. You can come up with um, hopefully a witty review of it. Yeah. On the other hand, sometimes you can think of a good pun and then find a film which will fit it. <laughs> of course, you can, and that that's an example of creativity in itself because it's reversals. It's looking backwards at things instead of coming up with a review for the film. You come up with a review and then find a film that fits it. So that's pretty absolutely. Yes. Um, for example, the other day I, I got the idea of writing a pun on um, missing Persians. Yes. Uh, so I looked up on the internet to find uh, an Iranian film about a about someone who had disappeared. Right. So there it was. So um, I put in the film and I get my um, film about missing Persian reviews. And um, what was the what was the four words for missing persons? Uh, well, um, the point is, it's an Iranian film. Oh. It's not missing person, but missing, missing person. God. <laughs> the pins are so, the, the puns are easier if you've got the thing in front of you. So I did miss that completely. Right, got you, got you. Okay, I'll yeah. give I'll give you that one. That's that's right. That's um, um, way quite a lot of the best reviews tend to be written, but it, it can be it can be the normal way around as well. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's just the sort of thing I was looking for. I mean, because of that and because of my interest in this, people always ask the question, where do you get the idea from? Whenever they talk about a creative act, they say, well, where did your idea come from? Now, I've, it's very hard to get an answer that's totally satisfactory, I find. And I've, I've heard it asked and I've asked it myself, but I'm going to do it anyway. Well, I think it's a combination of being able to enjoying playing verbal games yes. and loving the cinema. Where the idea came from, you, you have to ask Ben Clues to be ben. sure about that. But, but obviously uh, uh, there's um, value in being witty and succinct at the same time. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'm going to look up the site afterwards, obviously, because you've, you've intrigued me now. So I'll, I'll definitely have a look at it and see what, what, it, what it's got to say and what it strikes me about. Going on to more generally, I mean, do you consider that you are in, in everyday life a sort of very creative person or do you do you think you're just an elderly guy who does occasionally come up with ideas? I think that people are, are different and some reviewers can be very, are naturally very good at writing witty reviews yeah. and other, other people aren't. And um, some people who aren't so good at writing witty reviews are quite happy writing um, fairly flat reviews if right. you like okay um you know that obviously satisfies some need in, in them to uh to exercise their creativity well you know they, they obviously think there's something special about it or they wouldn't bother to post it wouldn't they so there's there's something that drives every single person who appears on the site to start always rather like tweeting you know i'm a tweeter and uh you... yeah it, 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 it depends on your own ability to be witty. And, of course, there's a theory that's uh, applying to just that um, stupid people often don't realise how stupid they are. Yes. And it might be that people who aren't naturally <laughs> witty don't realise how unwitty they can be. No, that's a good point, yeah. <laughs> Either. 
There's another uh, criterion you haven't mentioned yet. What about obscenity? I mean, do the reviewers have a censorship role as well? I was thinking, do the reviewers have a censorship role in, in terms of obscenity? There isn't really any censorship involved as such. A review wouldn't be refused because it had swearing in it or, the, or because it was okay. in bad taste. Right. Uh, problem for the size. Okay, right, right. Well, turning to that then, now, I know you're a chess player. Do you, what's your chess style like? Are you are you a sort of highly creative towel type figure or are you more a stu- solid in, stuck in the middle? Well, um, I tend to, I tend to be relatively solid uh, player, but um, not not incredibly so. I mean, um, I, I don't manage to play too many games like Capablanca, unfortunately. <laughs> no, who does? Uh, <laughs> the occasional one or two in a decade might happen, but um, <laughs> other, otherwise... Um, all right. No, I, I, I tend to play um, queen pawns opens, for example, rather than king pawn opens. You just you just took the last the next question out of out of my lips. There, I was going to ask you your favourite opening. So you play queen pawn, do you? Yeah, or, or English. I play. Oh god! Pawn, so okay. I, I describe myself as more of a positional than a tactical player. Okay. Well, you can give me some hint then, because recently I've, I've, my chess is just going down and down, and I think it's partly I've got so obsessed with podcasting. That I'm not, yeah. I'm not keeping up. But I mean, the London system is driving me crazy. I just get, yeah. I just don't know what to do about it. Well, it's a, it's a problem. Um, I, I used to play the London system against the Kings Indian. Yes. Um, and uh, I, I remember once in a rapid play game, I played it against um, Adams. Oh yes. Um, it was like a half hour game at the time, and um, after about twenty moves, I was, I was white. And I actually had slightly the better position against him. Yeah, but very was uh, amazing against Michael Adams. But it didn't bother him at all because by this time I had about five minutes yeah. left, and he had about twenty-five minutes left. And my advantage was so small anyway that you know, um, even if the clock times were reversed, he wouldn't have had any problems drawing the game, no doubt. So you know, um, I, I just eventually blew up and lost on time, as it were. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll I'll, I'll sort of edit it. And let you have what we've got before I publish anything, just to just to see what you think. Okay. Did you get my answer about the London system? Yes, I did. No, I got all that. I got all that. Just towards the end, I suddenly discovered I was talking to myself. So uh, anyway, I've got what I need. So I'm. I'll get back to you now when I've edited all this and see what you think about it. Okay. That's Thanks for all your time. I appreciate it. Any more changes? Um, let me know. I will do. I will do. I'll keep in touch. Um, just going to ask you, Tudor. Um, you obviously have a have an interest in creativity. Yes. Are you familiar with the book Playing in Reality by Donald Winnicott? No, I'm not. Winnicott. Yeah. Oh, I know Winnicott. He's, he was um, a uh, psychiatrist. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, and he had a theory about playing and creativity. Wow. And I think this might interest you quite a lot. It certainly will. It's. I've got I've got the book in front of me. For example, one simple quote it says. I should now be discussing the important feature of playing. This is that in playing, and perhaps only in playing, 
the child or adult is free to be creative. Yeah. So that just gives you, you know, a very small idea. So I think that... You've brought back to uh, me, I know... I remember his work now, and I've even got a book of his, a little paperback, but I haven't looked at it very carefully. Well, so well, there's a particular work which is called Playing and Reality. Playing and Reality. I'm going to find it. Perhaps is the most relevant on this point. Do you know the other I'm thing is... Yeah, do you know what they also say? And I wasn't doing it on I'm purpose. You sometimes get the best results from an interview after you've said, right, I've turned, the, I've turned off the, the tape uh, now. I think you've got to get it, haven't you? Yes, but that's me. I've wandered away from the microphone. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, I was saying that you say, right, I've turned off the thing now, and you get the best result. <laughs> it's gone again. <laughs> I'm stopping.